Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. It's another mini so Another mini, 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 mini. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. Um, if you have not... Read through A Court of Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. Do not recommend listening to this. Yes. Um, but, like, we're basically there. Yeah. Which is funny. Like, I just... It's weird that this is the last book. Like, I know. Like, having to say, like, make sure you've read through A Court of Silver Flames. I'm like, we're literally on that book now. Yeah. So, interesting. Mm-hmm. Anywho, this week's topic, we're going to be doing a breakdown about priestesses. Mm-hmm. Um, Feyre. Or Feyre. <laughs> I just called you Feyre. <laughs> She's on our mind. <laughs> it also sa- it rhymes with Sarah in yeah. a way. Like, Farah, Sarah. They go. In a way. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, um, okay, Sarah. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you have to share about the priestesses? The priestesses. Let's see. Well, so they perform mating and marriage ceremonies, mm-hmm. as they did for our lovely Resand and Farah. Yep. Um, let's see. They devote themselves to the temples, to, um, like, their cauldron and mother. Yeah. Whatever. Um, let's see. They worship on, like, holy days with songs. They are, they have a high priestess, which is, like, their leader, kind Mm -hmm. of. And there's, like, multiple high priestesses. I think there's, what, like, seven or twelve? Something like that. I feel like it was, like, twelve. That um, sounds like a good number. Yeah. And they're <laughs> the high priestesses are kind of like equivalent to high lords and ladies. Yeah. So they have like a lot of like political maneuvering and mm-hmm. power, which is why Ianthe was such a crazy bitch trying to like get power, get with a high lord to have a high lord's baby. Yeah. And they're also like free to have children and marry, which is like yep. different than kind of what we think of when we would yeah. think of like a priestess. Um, in terms of like the hierarchy structure I think it's like it's like high priestesses and then there are regular priestesses mm-hmm. and then who we met this week there's acolytes so right. those are like priestesses in training yes um, they wear kind of like they, so they wear what is it like silver circlet with the little blue stone yep. in it uh, we, which we definitely know Ianthe <laughs> yep remember um, her and it's like an invoking stone which helps them with healing mm-hmm. um, they also have those like blue gray robes yeah. something I think is interesting that makes sense when you say it but just when I think robes I, I picture like loose fitting robes right but like the priestesses are very like sensual beings like right. they are not loose fitting robes they are like intricately like wrapped around their bodies and Mm -hmm. accentuating their curves so like these are like sexy robes they are not (laughs) like just like your casual Mm -hmm. nun type robes which is interesting but it really feeds into that idea of like the femininity and the mother and marrying and having children and all of those things yeah so those are my like high level um, so something that's interesting is um, just tying it back into the story mm-hmm. also. So back in the first three books, yep. right, 
um, when Hybern was trying to piece the cauldron together, mm-hmm. um, part of the reason for that was after that 500-year war, they took away the cauldron's three legs. Oh, yes. And had distributed it amongst three different temples for the priestesses to look after. Yeah. And so Hybern, as part of the process of reassembling the cauldron, he was raiding these temples and, um, you know killing people yeah and that's how we actually kind of connect to Gwen yeah because that's Gwen's backstory so Mm -hmm. just like on that super high level she was you know a priest or she's an acolyte right but in one of those temples Mm -hmm. and her story is like tragic she was like rescuing like the children and like hiding them Mm -hmm. but like in order to keep them safe like she couldn't hide with them right and so you know Hybron's forces took her twin sister she Mm -hmm. has a twin sister Killed the twin sister in front of her and, like, raped Gwen. Yeah. And Azriel is the one that saved her. And it's this whole thing. And so, like, Gwen's story is very, you like, interestingly tied to the story of Highburn from the last three books. Yeah. And I just think it's interesting that we're only just now meeting Gwen. That is true, Even though yeah. we, like, hurt. I remember them referencing, like, the temple that was invaded by yes. Highburn in book two or book three. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit about how, like, Gwen came to be and Gwen specifically right works for Meryl because she's you know a priestess in training mm-hmm. very research oriented yep. we'll learn a lot about like the Valkyries through her right um, and I just think she's a really cool representation of like what a priestess should be mm-hmm. especially after you know the other main priestess we've interacted with is yeah Ianthe. Ianthe. <laughs> and so it's like they're it's so interesting because they're like Total opposites. Total opposites. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, a really cool like parallel to draw as we like continue to read more about yeah. Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the library yes. that we reference in this book is a safe haven for those priestesses who have experienced trauma. That's how Clotho came to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also it also has me wondering like are there other places like this for priestesses? Or? I don't know. I mean they have obviously all the temples that they're yep. able to be at, but this is kind of. A special place yeah so and they're kind of in charge of the library they allow people to come in or not to come in mm-hmm. um yeah and like more obviously is a huge advocate and helped a lot of the priestesses yeah. get to the library so i and i think it's cool because it like it showcases i think the diversity of roles of priestesses as well because mm-hmm. it's like you know you have the people who do ceremonies and who run the temples but then you also have people who are doing research yeah. and like maintaining records mm-hmm. and learning so um, huge breadth of yeah. what priestesses can be and what they can do and so it's just it's interesting seeing how they all sprinkle throughout Perinthian and yeah. are unique in their own ways and like I know they have like healing magic but I'm like curious if they have any other magic like I don't think mm-hmm. they do but I think I feel like they were just referenced as having power and being powerful yeah and like I think some of that can be leveraged in healing yeah. but I don't know yeah because it's like they have the stone, which to me is like a siphon. Yeah. Kind of earlier reminds me of the siphon. So I think so. Maybe it's just like they're trained in how to leverage that for healing. Maybe. And it's like if they were just trained in how to leverage that for something else, they could. Maybe. In the same way that like Illyrians are trained to leverage their siphons for battle. Yeah. It's like maybe they could be trained to heal. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. Anywho. Um, so that's like our quick little breakdown on priestesses in case you were curious about them and wanted to learn more. Yeah. Um, do you know any fun facts about priestesses? Yeah. Who's your favorite priestess? I think Clotho is mine. I love her. Mm-hmm. I, 
I really like Gwen. I was I, say, I thought you'd be I thought Gwen. you'd be a Gwen. Yeah. I mean I love I love Clotho, but yeah. I get really excited about Gwen. Gwen's awesome. If you were a priestess, what do you think your job would be? I would definitely work the library. Yeah. Yeah. But I would definitely attend Valkyrie training. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be a Valkyrie priestess. Yes. Um, I would love to be a Valkyrie priestess. I imagine myself being I don't know part of me is like I would be a researcher yeah like I love the books and I love reading mm-hmm. but I'm very people oriented so I'm yeah. like I feel like I would be in the temples with the people not like hiding away a little bit more you that's know that's true yeah I, I think that's where my I like both they're both good anywho what do you think about priestesses love them hate them who's your fave who's your fave mm-hmm. um let us know and we'll talk next week bye bye Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at, at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.